everyone, and welcome to the last episode of season one of Between Seven Mountains. My guest today is Shine, the Swedish-born rapper who has taken Bergen's rap and R&B scene by storm with his energizing music and equally lively performances. After five years in the city, things look promising after releasing his debut EP, 200 Millioner Stjernach, earlier this year, and to great acclaim. So, let's find out more about what drew him to continue his creative output from Bergen and his musical vision for the future. So, with that, please welcome my guest, Shine. So, Shine, thank you so much for coming on Between thank Seven Thank you so Mountains. much for having me. We're happy to have you. Yeah, thanks. So, your move to Norway, was it work-related? And what impact did it have on your life? Uh, of course, that's the most typical answer you can give. It is. A Swedish move to Norway, yeah. but um, there was um, a lot more uh, deepness to that answer that I would take further down sure. um, the questions. But uh, short said, I just need to distance myself from the surroundings that I was in in my hometown. Mm -hmm. And uh, luckily, at that time, uh, my one of my best childhood friend was actually living here in Bergen. Okay. So he opened up his home and said, come here and uh, get a little perspective, you know, oh, and sure. take a little pause if you want. So, um, so I did. Mm -hmm. I packed my little small bag and I moved to Bergen and was planning to stay just a couple of months. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that I was going to end up loving it so much. So oh, good. <laughs> That's good. I love the city. I love the culture. I love the people. I love the nature. So... Uh, it ended up with me ordering a ticket way back home mm -hmm. and just packing all my most important stuff. And, wow. uh, just like that? Just like that, yeah. taking my most valuable stuff, including my studio and just going back to um, That must have been heavy. Yeah. yeah. And I've been living there since. All right. Well, yeah. we're happy to have you, man. <laughs> we're <laughs> yeah. happy to have you. Thank you so much. And actually, speaking on that uh, equipment that you were yeah. talking about, this studio equipment, I heard a, a really funny story yeah. that uh, you could barely get on the train <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> with all this a, stuff. Could you tell us a little bit that, about that move? That was a funny thing. You know, I packed this big studio. I bought a box that was probably almost one meter wide, oh, shit. one and a half meter high. And then I had it on this, what is it called? Uh, wheel cargo. Oh, yeah. The one with two wheels and the yeah. fork. Yeah. Oh, so I strapped that on, almost didn't fit. And then I went from my city to Gothenburg, no problem. Mm -hmm. Went from Gothenburg to uh, Oslo, no problem. But when I came to Oslo and I was just about to enter the train, here comes this train conductor running like, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're not allowed to do that. And I'm like, what is going on? And all of a sudden, this guy is more or less telling me that I'm not allowed to bring it. Okay. Uh, so my heart starts to pound, you know. Really yeah. I'm like <laughs> And... Um, but in that second, I realized, okay, I need to do something now. I need to play poker with this guy. Mm -hmm. So I bluffed. Okay. So I looked him straight into the eyes, and I'm like, hey, I called your company in advance. I told them what I was going to do and how big the package was going to be, and they said that it was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. So you better pick up the phone right now and talk to your boss and get this clarified because there's no way in hell that I'm going to drop this package here in Oslo. Yeah. And there was a little moment of silence, and so all of a sudden he's like, Okay, bring it on the train. But next time, don't do this. I like. <laughs> mm. I was looking at him cocky, but my my heart was pounding like crazy. Ooh. So, but anyway, the next day I arrived to Bergen. Um, uh, it was snowing really crazy. You know, oh. typical Bergen stormy snow. You know. Yeah. And I remember taking 
three steps out from the train station. Okay. And all of a sudden the box goes like this. No. <laughs> it, oh the, no. The pin on the wheel has broken totally. No. So I'm like, okay, I'm not getting anywhere. But I was just smiling, of course, because I made it to Bergen. Exactly. And two meters away there's taxi drivers just like, Do you need any help? Oh. Of course I do. Yeah. And that was it, you know, luckily. That's a beautiful introduction, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? That was uh, that was uh, yeah, beautiful story. Well, at least you got some hospitality and a little I help did, to, to I get did, stuff I up. I did, I did. So you've lived here for five years now, is that correct? Yeah, almost six soon. Yeah, almost six. Yeah. Fantastic. So yeah. does the music scene here, does it inspire you? Oh, uh, Bergen scene has really inspired me to who I am today. Not only as an artist, but also as a person. Mm -hmm. And now I can come back to the question that you asked me in the beginning, like, okay. why? Um, how to say? Growing up uh, uh, in a small town, as I did as a teenager, uh, there was a lot of beautiful activities. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the age of 15, um, a lot of places were shutting down one after one. Yeah. But as the creative crew that we were, now all of a sudden when we didn't have no place to go, we took that activity out on the streets. Right. And you know, in combination with not really knowing your place in the world, yeah. trying to find your identity, it's very easy to take upon the wrong one, you know? 100%. So in my early 20s, it's, uh, I've already experienced a lot of loss, both personally and within my circle. Mm -hmm. So they just came to one point in my mid-20s hmm. <laughs> where I was having a deep conversation with myself and like, okay, you need to do something now, otherwise you're gonna be caught in the same wheel, you know? Yeah. And uh, then this beautiful friend of mine who opened up his home uh, here in Bergen uh, came into the picture and I moved to Bergen and I met so many beautiful people the first one I met here that introduced me to the music scene was actually named Aga Satar. Okay. And he introduced me to another producer, Jim Grimm, very talented producer. And then, of, of course, I also met uh, my uh, girlfriend, Fatima Revni, which is also a talented music musician. So Absolutely. A lot of doors just opened. Of course, also my producer, uh, Tom Tom. Mm -hmm. It was just so many doors that opened here. So I ended up like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I really need to stay here because if it wouldn't have been for Bergen, I, I can surely say that I wouldn't have been the person that I am today. That's amazing. Sure. That's amazing. Yeah. So you are a rapper with a highly unique style. Thank you so much. You blend reggae, you yeah. blend hip hop, yeah. you blend R&B. Yeah. What would you say, which artist inspires you the most and which genre of music really speaks the most to you? Oof. I, I, I love all of them, of yeah. course, I love so much, <laughs> but, yeah. but in the end of the day I have to say um, uh, hip-hop, of course. Okay. I, just, I just love the way of um, how rhythm and poetry is put together upon a beat where you just, you know, sing out a melody. Yeah. Very beautiful. An artist, as in today, that inspires me the most, I have to say, Big Sean. Big Sean. You know him? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And of course, his girlfriend, Jinae Aiko. Okay. Oof. Yeah. It's just insane how he can be so deep in his lyrics that, um, and have so much attitude, but at the same time be so laid back. You yeah. Know, that typical Big Sean vibe. So, yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's, uh, he's a special guy. He's a special guy. He's fucking know? good but at what he does. He's so deep, you know. Yeah. Like, I've listened to all of his albums now lately, and it's just insane. Like, he's incredible. Yeah. 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 No, he really is.
So you've been always a really uh, creative person from a very young age. Yeah. And I'm guessing you've spent a lot of creative time now uh, during the pandemic, sort of you know locked away working on music. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Is that what is that correct? Have you been pretty creative? I've been uh, very creative, and uh, but I can also be honest and say like I don't need isolation to be um, to be creative. I I I I, uh, I create music wherever I go and. Every day I just get lines in my head, you know, and yeah. I can be wherever I am. If I'm at home, just woke up, or if I'm about to go to bed, or if I'm in the store, or even in the toilet, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Ooh, I need to write this down. And then in the end of the week, I have several lines, you know, so... So most of your lyrics, do they just come to you? Or, like, how often do you really, like, sit down and really dedicate some time to writing? Or does it all just come to you? It, 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 of course I do that, but yeah. the the... The most authentic songs that I have, it just comes to me. Comes I to can't you. explain that, but it's just it's great music doesn't come from the mind. It comes from something beyond that, you know. 100%. Yeah. The, your brain is in your favor, that's for sure. <laughs> it comes to you. <laughs> <laughs> not always, you know, not always. Not always. Favor, but uh, but yeah. when it has a good idea, it lets you it know. It has a good idea. It yeah, lets you it know. Does, it does. So what are your musical plans for when all the venues and festivals and concerts start opening up? Do you have oh. like a... A game plan? My game plan for now is like go back out there on stage and just, you know, feel alive again when it comes to music. Everybody that knows me and have seen me uh, live on stage knows that like Shine loves to be on stage. That's like my home. Hey, know? I could tell. Like looking at your performances yeah. on YouTube, yeah. man, you explode. Thank you so much. It's I would love to have you there live, you know, because oh. it's the difference. And, and I think honestly, everyone at home should also be watching his look out for this guy. You hear his his hear concerts it. are amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. It really is. <laughs> that means a lot to me. That really means is. a lot. But uh, as I said, like that's uh, that's my vision. Yes, building that empire and building that fan base, uh, brick by brick. Yeah. Um, as soon as this pandemic is over, and knock knock on wood that it's pretty soon. You know. And I hope so. I, I hope you can just so. get out there and make some fire. Yeah, that's yeah. the vision. That's the vision. Yeah. So, could you tell us a little bit about your 2020 EP, uh, Tour in the Million Stella? It's an unbelievable uh, Thank you EP. so much Can for you tell us a little bit about the, uh, the backstory and the yeah. inspiration for it? <laughs> um, the vision behind that was to show my listeners, um, how to say, a variety. You know, uh, because... If you look at EPs and albums, they always have this red line that connects them. Yeah. Um, this storyline. But for me, it was more or less uh, the the difference between the songs because, as you've heard, it's like it's soul, it's hip hop, yeah. it's up tempo, it's even reggaeton. Yeah. You know, and I just wanted to show, like, you know, shine is so much more because in this industry, it's so easy for us to get get told, pick one style yeah. and stick to that, which may be true, but, you know, evolution has had its course. So yeah. um, we have people with crazy ability. And I say this in the most humblest way. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a part of that category. Mm -hmm. So, like, why would I choose to limit myself just because somebody says so when I know I'm so much more? Exactly. So that was what I wanted to do with that EP. I just wanted to show the world so much more, and therefore the EP Tuanan was born. Mm. And that song, which is the name of the song, the last song of that EP, is specifically dedicated to my mother. Okay. Yeah. 
which I can say um, is not one of the, she is the strongest person that I know, without a doubt. Because uh, now as an adult, me looking back at our childhood, seeing what she did for us, um, the life that she gave for me and my three siblings, mm. and still maintaining, you know, it's just unbelievable. So um, I understood also for as kids, and I'm speaking generally now, yeah. it's very easy for us kids to like, you know, how you say, foresee, mm -hmm. like be blind for the fact of what our parents actually do and how we... Take, just taking it for granted. Yeah. yeah. You know, the effort and the, the work that parents actually put in to give us that everyday life, you know? Yeah. And um, it's, it's easy for a parent to feel unseen, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. And that was exactly, exactly what I wanted to do for my mother. I wanted to let her know that I saw you. I saw you all the time. Mm -hmm. I saw the ups, I saw the downs, I saw the love and effort and passion, but I also saw the downs and struggles and hard times. And I and just wanted to let her know that I appreciate you mm -hmm. so much, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah, no, that, that's incredible, man. I mean, the yeah, no, the song, the song is unbelievable, and uh, you know, there's so many artists that just have an unbelievable uh, talent to take mm. those experiences that they've had and make mm. it into something just yeah. beautiful that yeah, everyone can enjoy. It is. It I is. think that's a message that everyone it uh, is, can understand. You know, that song, even though it comes from me to my mother, I know a lot of people can relate to that song, you know, because it's all about just appreciating the one that brought you into this world. 100%. And know that they are really doing the very best with what they have yeah. to give you the life that you have, you know, yeah. and never take that for granted. That's beautiful. So for now, even though my mama, she deserves um, the world, Yeah. for now, I gave her this song. That's amazing. Yeah. I should be happy with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hope so. It's, it's beautiful. I hope so. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And of course, I also have to say thank you to TomTom, Tom, which is the producer and um, mixing master and engineer behind that EP. Without shout him. outs to him. Yeah. Shout out shout to TomTom. Tom. That's for sure. Shout that's out. for sure. Yeah. So that's what I have. Uh, for you today. Yeah, we and, can uh, talk some more. If you we really can. <laughs> and, uh, you know what? I, I look forward to the next one. Get some beers into project. the video and we're yeah. good to go. Yeah, no, we should. We should. <laughs> we should have a bartender over here. <laughs> <laughs> we should. So, Shine, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. I, and we will you welcome so you back anytime. I hope so. I hope we, I get to see you soon enough in the future. It was very nice to have you here. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. To be here. It's really, uh, we're, we're, we're very happy to I have you. took over the show. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. No, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. No, we appreciate it. And thank you to everyone watching today's episode of Between Seven Mountains. This is uh, the last episode of the first season. So you can expect more incredible interviews coming soon. Thank you so much for that's watching. That's an honor. Bye-bye. Thanks again.